Harry Potter is enrolled in a photography class to learn how to take better dick pics, and his professor is Draco Malfoy? Jamie Lannister and Brienne of Tarth are directing a Titanic exhibit, and Jon Snow is the security guard? Tony Stark is producing a dating show on a tropical island, and all the Avengers are the contestants? There is no way stories like this exist. And there is no way three best friends would read them and put their reactions out for the world to hear. I mean, no one would do that, right? Guys? I'm Allie Lefevre. I'm Lindsay Rush. I'm Danny Chapman. And, and this is Fangasm. The following podcast is rated H for horny. It contains adult themes, sexually explicit content, strong language, and characters we don't own. Welcome back to Fangasm. I'm Allie. I'm Danny. And I'm Lindsay. This is episode, nope, yep, episode four, season 22. Sure is. <laughs> Flawless intro per usual, check. <laughs> I think we were still a little bit shook from uh, the jarring song over the last two episodes, so. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't slept <laughs> because of all the bangers we've been producing, just hit after hit. Porn! <laughs> okay, guys, today. I've got the juice! <laughs> Today, I've got another viral TikTok trend. We're all going to... I'm just going to... No. Bleach our eyebrows together. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> you guys, my my friend was on a date over the weekend, and they ended up at a dive bar, and the dive bar played the corn song, and everyone started singing along, but he's like had no clue what it was, and he asked her, he said, is this... A Broadway song. It was a musical. <laughs> kind of sounds like it Corn could be. the musical. Yeah, because he's like, everyone was singing so emphatically. That's like, feels like how like musical yeah. nerds would sing along. <laughs> so now every time we reference it, we're like, is this Broadway? Corn musical. Lindsay, are you going to sing that for Match This Pitch? Uh-huh. <laughs> Corn! The craziest. Lindsay said I had a pretty note. I remember that. Because I put it you on my did. refrigerator. Speaking of songs, quick reminder for everybody to get their playlist submissions in and a quick reminder to myself to change the name of the playlist before it goes live <laughs> because the season 22 episode two playlist is just called TBD. Oh, so, I saw that. Yeah, I meant to text Fire you. <laughs> emoji on this playlist. But I think TBD is going to stand for tense. Butts. With big dicks. Oh, because yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's what DVD stands for. <laughs> and scrolling through, there's so many great songs. Walk with an erection. Squidorific. <laughs> the squids are all right. Water me. What's the standings? Wouldn't we know that today? Who won? Walk with an erection. Is that a parody of Walk Like an Egyptian? Is that Al Yankovic? I... Is that my song? <laughs> Is that me? <laughs> Did I write that? It is not weird Al Yankovic. It's JBO. <laughs> Walk with an erection. It's got to be a parody. Yes, it's Walk a parody. Walk like an erection. Yeah. <laughs> so this this playlist is absolutely everything on it. Current standings, but we're only on round one, is Tyler in first place, Kristen in second, uh, Michaela in third, and Allie out back with a flamethrower ready to take over, <laughs> take everyone down. And me at your front door with a sack of cash to stop playing. I thought that there was someone named Allie Outback. That's what I thought you were saying. I was like, what a great name. Allie Outback. I know. It's my stage name. From the steakhouse? The steakhouse, Allie? (laughs) That actually would be a great drag name, Allie Outback. Oh, that's good. They do have Drag Race Down Under. 
I think Tyler and Mackenzie have been front runners in the past. Hmm. You sense it? I sense From it. winter to winter. <laughs> and you mean Michaela? Because she's felt she's felt their hot breath on her I neck. Feel the pressure. I feel like breathing down my neck for the past two seasons. <sighs> Um, I do have one other call out, which is last week was the greatest day of the year, Fangasm Day. National holiday. National holiday. You guys, instead of a bank holiday, it's a spank bank holiday. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, okay. Well, we're recording this on Fangasm Day, so we will quickly update that for all, for everyone. But for everyone else, just some of my favorite things um, that that the day inspired. Somebody said, uh, listening to the newest episode, but with the windows down for all to hear, devil emoji. Um, somebody said, it's also my birthday, so I'll be listening to old episodes and masturbating. <laughs> <laughs> Good for that listener. <laughs> Great. Heck yeah. <laughs> Get your fangasm day. <laughs> but you have to think of us when you masturbate. That's the <laughs> twist. Good luck. All of us. <laughs> Singing corn the whole time. <laughs> so people really went wild. Uh, there was a new listener that said, why is it today and not June 9th? So they got educated. So we kicked them out. <laughs> so they've been blacklisted. Barbara had one of my favorites that she had just been in the kitchen downing Cool Ranch Doritos in the dark alone before going to bed and saw the post reminder. <laughs> so she practically conjured the day. Perfect. So she was pre-celebrating, basically. <laughs> basically. <laughs> Yeah, she was the tradition the night before Fangasm Day and all through the house. <laughs> Everybody was eating chips and feeding the mouse. <laughs> and clicking their mouse? Uh-huh. <laughs> you guys, actually, I've thought of a song that I'm surprised Danny didn't try to make us cover. Speaking of like internet trends, have you guys read about the Reddit thread about the guy who has been having sex with his girlfriend to this same song yes. and using the rhythm of it. Yeah. And then she finally told him two years later that she hates it. And everyone's going nuts because the song is horrible. So bad. I don't even, does it have any lyrics? I guess we couldn't cover it. Oh, I couldn't sing it right now if I tried. Danny, have you heard it? No. He's getting roasted on social media. Can you imagine having sex with your partner for two years and they are just miserable? I mean... Well, to the same song for two years is the issue, right? Yeah. Well, I don't know if it was in a rotation, but it was his favorite. He liked the rhythm. He had read somewhere (laughs) that like a good way to be good in bed is to put on music and thrust to the rhythm. And the, oh, we know. I want to hug like an animal. Animal. (laughs) Hold on here. I'm going to play it for you, Danny. And everyone else. Yes. I'm going to play it so people can hear it. Can I hear it too? Yeah, girl. (laughs) I mean, that sounds tiring. It sounds like a nightmare. It sounds like what they play if purgatory. That's what I sound like having sex anyway. I don't need that. <laughs> it's like Sunk. you recorded yourself having sex and played it back for yourself to hear. It matches that. The worst part is that he was like, fine, I won't play it anymore. And then they were having sex and she could tell he was still thrusting to the beat of the song in his brain. <laughs> Thrust rhythm. No, it's erratic. It sounds like Morse code for SOS. <laughs> Terrible. Morse code. I bet she never came from that. Oh. One time Marco and I had a Megan Trainer playlist going, you know. <laughs> As one does. And it, it included every song on Spotify, including like 
on a like Megan Trainer talks her album playlist, <laughs> and so she was like. This next song is really meaningful. You know, it was like, I'm going to love you. Like, I'm going to lose. Okay, and then that song ends, and it was like, this next song is special to me because my friend was dying from cancer when I wrote it. And we were like, pause. (laughs) Next song. Next song. Next. Next. (laughs) Oh, man. So, yeah, that's uh, that's on Laylists. Love it. That was Laylist. Speaking of people speaking. (laughs) Great. (laughs) <laughs> voicemails. Yeah, we have one voicemail um, from a listener who, when they called in, they didn't leave their name. So um, it's a very sweet, adorable listener voicemail, and they are now a dong from what they mm. told us, but we don't know who it is. So we're going to play it at the end, and then please show yourself in the group because we want to be able to give you a little personal shout out and say thank you for calling in with something so uh, lovely. It was lovely. So you'll hear that at the end of the episode. And now I think the only thing left to do is do a blowdown. Yes, ma'am. B-L-O-W. That's the way we get down. Mm. Yeah. The memory I have is that they caught a snake to eat. Did they? She woke up with a snake in her back, a hard morning wood, morning weirwood. And then John went hunting, got them a snake. They had a lovely dinner. Elegant. I think he was eating with very sexual noises. And then they went to bed and she was like, let's just spoon now. Like, let's cut to the chase. And I think it ended with him being like, good night, little spoon. Yeah, good night, little spoon. So we need this to heat up. We need this to heat up. One quick note is, we don't need to get into this, but I watched The Rings of Power, the first episode of The Lord of the Rings. And between Rings of Power, House of Dragon, Naked and Afraid, I have no idea what is what anymore <laughs> and regrounding myself in are these naked people lost on a reality show or how blonde are they? Are they <laughs> Lindsay's eyebrows? We don't know anymore. So I'm just going to say there is a lot of content happening in our world. Right. Yeah. We're in a, the thick of the fantasy domain right now. A fanasance. It's a great place to be. <laughs> fanasance. Uh, so without further ado, let's go on to episode four. Let's do it. John, day seven. John! He looked up, watching Danny rush into their clearing, her fish baskets in tow. He didn't know if the sudden rush of warmth he felt was from his guess that those baskets weren't empty and that they were going to eat again, or if it was just her. He'd gotten relatively used to seeing her naked, and she seemed to have reached the same state as they hardly even noticed their undressed state anymore. At this point, it felt kind of normal, as normal as it could, at least, when there were video cameras pointed at you most of the time. Oh, side note, the Amanda from the last episode who we mentioned called in and said her friend was on Naked and Afraid posted in the group and gave a little bit more context. I guess the person her friend partnered with bailed after 48 hours and never even made it past day two. Nightmare. (laughs) It was me. (laughs) (laughs) So if you're interested in that story, besides this naked and afraid story, then pop over to the fanny pack and, you know, see what Amanda has to say. Nice. We haven't really broken the fourth wall much of this story in terms of the fact that there are also third parties here filming and producing this. Right. So 
Yeah. Amanda mentioned that there was obviously like a camera crew in her friend's experience and that they allow you to take your medicine is the thing that they allow you to have, which makes sense, obviously. Yeah. But that's it. What? Flintstone chewables. (laughs) Of course they better make you take your medicine. Are you kidding? They'd be like naked, afraid, and glaucoma? Like Unwell. (laughs) I wonder if they'd let me take my 364 supplements yeah, I take Allie, a day. I don't think like echinacea counts. <laughs> <laughs> I need them. They're just rattling. Um, I have vitamin D, vitamin C, fish oil. I need this probiotic soda. <laughs> oh, you'll let me take my vitamins? Clank, 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 like bottles chiming, a huge bin. Does kombucha count? <laughs> oh, okay. Their focus was on survival now, the very real threat of starvation or dehydration or hypothermia in the night. And so the fact that they were unclothed was just a state of being. He put down the sturdy branch he'd been sharpening into a makeshift spear, walking over to take one basket, weighing it appreciatively in his hand and smiling widely. Feels like lunch. Danny gave him a bright grin, shaking hers. And dinner. John peered into the basket he held, marveling at the fat silver fish inside. Aha! His triumphant cry echoed around them, scaring off some stray birds that had been annoying the shit out of him all morning. Tonight we feast. (laughs) She chuckled and he wondered for what seemed like the millionth time why this undertaking seemed far easier than he'd anticipated. Sure, they'd gone a few days between full meals, but between the two of them, they'd managed to scrounge together insects and the meager fruits to be found at this elevation to tide them over. Their shelter had held together nicely, warm enough at night that their body heat was enough to keep them toasty. He'd even gotten used to being the big spoon. Though outside of this experience, he hadn't really considered himself a cuddler. It just felt natural when the sun went down to pull her close and mold his body to hers. He tried to tell himself it was just to stay warm, and it was to a large degree, but he liked being that close to her. They were both filthy, though they'd scrubbed (laughs) off as best as they could at the lake, But that didn't stop them from being intoxicated by the smell at the nape of her neck. Wow, pheromones. Yeesh. Does the pheromones get through the funk? I don't know. How strong are they? (laughs) I think the pheromones is the funk. (laughs) I mean, if you're hungry and it smells like, you know, chicken. No, don't. Oh, no. Dog paws smell like Fritos. Like anything could smell like anything. That's (laughs) true. That is wise. He ducked his head as though she might be able to read his mind and focus instead on pulling out the fish he'd caught. You're my hero, Danny. This is fucking great. Danny looked so happy in that moment that it was a real struggle not to kiss her. Ooh, see, the dragon breath would be harder than B.O. for me. I couldn't do yes. it. Yes. Dragon breath is a nice accidental <laughs> pun. <laughs> wow. House of dragon breath. <laughs> Ironically, she always has dragon breath. Um, That's in her bloodline. <laughs> I was trying to make a halitosis pun and I couldn't think of one in my head. I was like Knights of the Valitosis. That doesn't work. Um, <laughs> back to the story. <laughs> back. We'll get there. There were, there were several enormous reasons why that was a bad idea, the least of which is probably the horrible breath he likely had. She gave a little curtsy, then set to work pulling out four fish from her basket, setting them on the flat stone he'd acquired for cleaning game. I keep thinking the squid in the water for some reason, but it's like, it looks like the squid from your wedding, Danny, the squid hat. I'll post a picture of that so everyone can appreciate. Please. Good. The rainbow squid. When she knelt beside him and unsheathed his blade, he shook his head and shooed her away. Nope. No way. You caught it. I'll clean it. 
Ooh. Ooh, you will. You break it, you buy it. <laughs> Danny just stared at him for a moment, a slow smile spreading her lips wide, and she nodded, finally grinning as she settled back against her log and closed her eyes. Fair enough. I'll be right here, basking in the majesty of my fishing prowess. John laughed, setting the work, scraping off scales and disemboweling the fish. He set aside the entrails. <laughs> this is so romantic. Wow. Wow. Figuring she'd need more bait if they were to catch more fish and glanced over to find her peeking at him through slitted lids. Hey, Danny. He kept working, setting aside the fillets as he finished them. She opened her eyes fully. I'm really glad you're my partner. Aww. She sat up a little straighter, then leaned forward, hugging her knees with her arms and watching him work. Me too, Big Spoon. She tapped at her chin, pretending to think, barely able to keep a straight face. You make a good team. Then she winked at him. Now, less talking, more cleaning. <laughs> less talking, more innards. <laughs> I'm get, get a shelter, you two. <laughs> <laughs> get back to your entrails. <laughs> oh, Lindsay. Oh. I'm so horny. Do it again. <laughs> Ooh. Ah. <laughs> I'm going to practice that rhythm. Show it to Matt. <laughs> yeah. Send it. Honey. No context. <laughs> you could study this rhythm. <laughs> Be thrilled. Danny, day 14. She was feeding the fire, one of the constants in their day-to-day routines, and considering that she needed to drag in more wood when she heard a triumphant cry in the distance. Grinning, she cocked her head, listening, hearing her partner crashing through the underbrush quickly. She glanced at the videographer who was crouched nearby, filming silently. Sounds like John's caught something. I don't know. It sounds like something's about to catch John. Somebody caught him. Dave's like, quit fucking talking to me. I'm the cameraman. I'm not here. I'm not here. He's just got like eyes and a lens out of a big bush. And he's like, no, not me. Sure enough, he emerged, her grimy northern Tarzan, and she felt a pulse of heat. And one she'd come to expect. Maybe it was just being out here, alone, save for the occasional camera person. Just the two of them against the wilderness, but every day she wanted him a little bit more. She snickered to herself, half grimacing at the notion that they were both equally gross after two weeks here. And at least she wouldn't have to be self-conscious about her rather limited hygiene. John's eyes lit up when the gaze landed on her, and the hand he held behind his back emerged with not one, but two wild birds. Hmm. His deadfalls and snares had been ineffective with the ground game on Dragonstone, and so he'd reverted to a backup plan. Inspired by your fish traps, he said. He'd built several bird traps that he explained had been shown to him by the people who lived north of the Great Wall of Ice. She felt a ripple of pride that he'd been successful. She really couldn't have asked for a better partner. Carl, the other (laughs) cameraman, had told him yesterday that he and Lisa were a little jealous is Carl new or did we meet Carl before? We've never heard that that's his name. I think he's been there. Oh, okay. He's like the Jason. Can't spell cameraman without Carl. <laughs> <laughs> the Carl, my man. <laughs> now, who is Lisa? We do not know. <laughs> Lisa was there in episode one, I think. Oh, like one of the producers? I think she was the producer, maybe. Oh, oh yeah. Wait, by the way, are you guys caught up on... I'm not going to give any spoilers for House of the Dragon... But are any of you caught up? I'm halfway through the most recent one, so almost. Okay, all I'll say is there is a character named Jason that shows up. (laughs) And it is jarring, especially set in that world. Does he have a half up, half down hairstyle? (laughs) He could, he could. And it's hilarious because it's like Rhaenyra's 
you know, Damon. Yeah. It's like all of these like really medieval sounding names. And then and Jason. <laughs> and <laughs> I'm Jason. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bad. Okay. Uh, Carl, the other cameraman, had told them yesterday that he and Lisa were a little jealous that John and Danny's shelter and amenities had now outstripped their own meager tent, <laughs> which had amused the pair greatly. <laughs> Danny had joked they could trade, which Carl had assured them was against the rules. But now, as John waved around the wild birds he'd caught, she couldn't resist a dig at the cameraman. Looks like we're having a lovely dinner tonight, Carl. She beamed at John, then stood taking the birds in hand. Fuck you, Carl. <laughs> Go fuck yourself, Carl. Hey, shithead. Hey, Carl. <laughs> Get fucked, Carl. <laughs> Every bite I take, I'm going to think of you, Carl. <laughs> she beamed at John, then stood, taking the birds in hand and feeling the plump flesh under the feathers. These were ground birds, so they'd be a little less gamey than the small pigeons that flocked about. Too bad you and Lisa get the freeze-dried whatever. <laughs> Spaghetti. <laughs> Carl made a disgusted face from a distance. <laughs> then he held a boom mic in their direction. It's freeze-dried spaghetti tonight. Oh, God, that's gross. Like space food? At least it could be astronaut ice cream. Give Carl oh, and Lisa on. something good. Give him some Dippin' Dots. It's the ice cream <laughs> of the future. John and Danny exchanged a look, wrinkling their noses. Though Danny would probably wring Carl's neck if it meant a big heaping plate of real spaghetti with meatballs and garlic bread. Carl sighed in agreement, then pointed the camera back at them, trying his best to be unobtrusive as Danny set to work cleaning the birds and John fetched some boiled water to sip at. Yum. You know, you two are making it look far too easy. I love how involved Carl is all of a sudden becoming in the story. This is for sure the best part so far. <laughs> yeah, it is. Danny looked up, her tongue caught between her teeth as she smiled. Best vacation ever, she trilled. <laughs> that reminds me of that line from that news clip from years ago of the kid who threw this huge party at his parents' house and he trashed the whole place and it was like thousands of dollars worth of damage. And when they interviewed him on camera, they asked him how he felt about what he did. And he said, best party ever. <laughs> <laughs> he had big sunglasses on and like bleached hair. I think it was in Australia somewhere. Best party ever. Best party ever. Based on that accent. <laughs> Like, oh. <laughs> oh, could you tell? <laughs> Weird. These producers are like, you know what? This is going so well. We're just going to make a fic about this, but we cannot post this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Carl wrote this. <laughs> Danny looked up, her tongue caught between her teeth as she smiled. Best vacation ever, she trilled, and heard John chuckle in agreement. I mean, honestly, John, I feel like we've made Dragonstone our bitch at this point. <laughs> wow, this is so cocky. Overconfident. They're going to, a fall is coming. Something bad is coming. Yeah, for sure. They're double penetrating this challenge. <laughs> In your face, Carl. Gang banging wilderness. <laughs> That's a good episode title. We're gang banging wilderness. <laughs> so cool. John laughed again, raising his makeshift cup in salute, but she saw his eyes tick to the sky. They'd been lucky thus far, avoiding the torrential rains, which could last for days. But she'd seen what he was looking at now, thunderheads building up on the horizon. Oh, God, she spoke like two seconds too soon. This is like us yeah. reading a story where we're speculating something that comes in the next sentence. She should have knocked on Weirwood. <laughs> she should have. Knocked on Morningwood. <laughs> Carl seemed to pick up their concern, glancing up at the sky as well. Looks like Carl's going to get the last laugh here. <laughs> as he always does. 
You didn't hear it from me, he whispered, but it's going to be a wet one tonight. Oh, wink. Best get ready, Carl. <laughs> you a fortune teller? John frowned at the man. That's cheating, Carl, he admonished, but threw Danny a wink. Narc. Carl just shrugged. Carl's retiring this year. Carl doesn't give a fuck yeah. anymore. <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> Carl just shrugged and raised his camera back to his shoulder. What can I say? I'm rooting for you two kids. You're the first I've filmed that haven't tried to rip each other's heads off by now. Then again, most people make this look a lot harder than you two have. We're just really, really amazing at this, I guess. John tried to sound nonchalant, but his optimism was contagious, and Danny couldn't help but think that the last week they spent here would go by in a flash. Their biggest hurdle now was their extraction. And they'd even plan for that, spending their evenings by the fire, going over the map, plotting the best course down the rugged terrain and down to sea level to meet the boat that would be waiting for them. Danny stuck her tongue out at John, giggling a bit at his slight bragging. They had every reason to, the pair of them. Hell, at this point, she was eating so well, she was starting to wonder if she was going to gain weight instead of lose it over this three-week span. John, as well, showed no signs of being worse for the wear. They'd been able to stay upbeat and positive, no doubt thanks to regularly eating and access to clean water. In addition to that, Danny had discovered she genuinely liked him as a person. He was smart and patient and very adaptable, all necessary for someone in their line of work. He had a wicked sense of humor as well, very dry and acerbic. The sort that would sneak up on her in some random comment he would make that would have her doubled over in in short order. The fact that he was extraordinarily easy on the eyes was just the cherry on top at this point. And she was starting to feel a peculiar ache because she'd grown so very used to being around him now. There was only one week left and she found herself wishing time would go a little slower. She's going to miss him when this was over. She wouldn't think about that now though. She'd do it later when she went home alone to her apartment with her dogs for company. Oh, he loves dogs. Well, he loves wolves, I guess. (laughs) Well, same, same. You have wolves? (laughs) From the wolf family? (laughs) At least it would be an awesome memory. A guy like John obviously had a girlfriend, if not a wife. How would that have not come up yet? Yeah, like, what are you guys talking about? (laughs) Two weeks? I feel like for some reason, I feel like Carl can hear her thoughts, and he's like, I'm single. He pops in. (laughs) (laughs) I've got one spaghetti and two forks. I have a noodle to spare. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Danny. John was standing by the shelter now, and she looked up from plucking the birds, noticing Carl was packing up for the morning and ambling away. John (laughs) rubbed at the back of his neck, while she now knew from his constant company meant he was thinking, and a little worried. While you do that, I'm going to see if I can extend the shelter out a bit. We need to protect the fire. Ah, Danny said gamely. I was just thinking we needed a front porch. He (laughs) grinned at her, then nodded, especially if we're going to be trapped here in a fucking deluge. She grew serious, eyeing their walls. Yes. All right. When I wrap this up, I'll add some more to the walls. Then try to get it as leak-proof as I can before tonight. You're like a leak, a leak joke, a leak episode <laughs> title. We got anything on leaks in our <laughs> Anybody got a leak pun? <laughs> Any leak puns that we can... If we do, now is the time to drop it. <laughs> Guys, if you've been hanging on for 22 seasons with a killer leak joke, your time has come. <laughs> Let me check my notes out. Freak a leak? <laughs> what did you say? I said freak a leak. <laughs> Done. Done. We did that! <laughs> 
what? Oh my god. <laughs> so stupid. You you were ready. That one was loaded. Leaked and loaded. Oh, coming up. Sorry. I only got two more paragraphs. <laughs> Danny wasn't sure she'd ever grow used to his appreciative looks. Not in the, hey, I think you're hot and I want to bone you sort of way. More of a, wow, you have such good ideas variety, which made her feel stupidly gooey on the inside. Awesome, he said. He made to leave the clearing, leaving her alone to finish cleaning their newest catch. Then he turned and wiggled his eyebrows at her. I have a surprise for you later, by the way. Don't let me forget. With a small measured smile, she nodded. Okay, John, I won't. Then he turned and helicoptered his penis at her and said, I have a surprise for you later. (laughs) And then he turned, looked straight at the camera and did the suck it motion to Carl. (laughs) Hey, Carl, fuck off. (laughs) Carl, get the fuck out of here. Oh, the the end of this episode. Oh, Freak a Leak really got me. Freak a Leak, baby. Uh, uh, I think it was the leak pun, but also like an early 2000s reference. Like, oh, I didn't expect it all to come together so seamlessly. Perfection. That is your sweet spot. It really is. (laughs) Right to my heart. Okay. When the episode ends, check your underpants. Is your... I think my PSR is probably hovering around a seven. There's good sexual tension. There is nothing grotesque being consumed in this episode, which is a boon. And uh, a real strong freakily pun to wrap this whole episode up in a beautiful bow. So I think I'm riding high to seven. I love it. Linz? I would probably put myself right around there because I can tell that they're going to be stuck. I feel like rain's going to happen for a long time, and that's when we're going to get sex. Like, it's going to be wet, and they're going to be, like, locked in, and they're going to argue, and then they're going to bone. Yeah, they're getting too cocky. Wet and in the wild. (gasps) Wet in the wild. In the wild. (laughs) Take that, Carl. (laughs) Ever thought of that? Fucking loser. I'm going to do mine just slightly below yours at 6.9. Okay. Okay. Obviously. Dare. <laughs> and <laughs> I love a good threesome, even if there's like a little <laughs> sub-dom play with Carl. I love a little- A little spaghetti I love play. a little humiliation. <laughs> yeah. A little sex tape. Some lady in the tramp. <laughs> uh, a little sub-Dominic uh, play here. <laughs> And, I mean, the sexual tension is holding their fort up for sure. Yeah. They they have found a way to apply the right amount. And um, I also imagine that when she doubles over laughing, she's showing all of her bits. So that also uh. as my PSR up. Ooh, oops, I dropped a fish trap. <laughs> Here's a taco trap. Oh, my God. Wait, did you see the video of the woman in a bathing suit doing – the limbo and her bathing suit rips in half and it's just <gasps> cooter out. No. <laughs> it just puss first. No. <laughs> in drag, in drag, they say purse first. There's a drag queen that does yeah. it. Puss first. Anyway, oh okay. That was gosh. my tangent. PSR 6.9. I am loving this. I love that we finally got some camera action. Uh-huh. Um, and Northern Lights 37, thank you for your brilliance and creativity and humor. Yes. And survival skills. It's wonderful. So great. 
And stay to the end for the little love note voicemail we're going to play. And oh, one little announcement. So if you guys have stayed this far into the episode, (laughs) we should probably say this again in future episodes at the top. Yeah. But we got (laughs) slapped with a little uh, warning from AO3 that we cannot solicit stories from authors one more uh, warning and we are banned from the platform. So we're going to be a little bit more conscientious of how we reach out to folks. But in the meantime, since that could potentially become problematic for us and we still like to get authors permission, it would be awesome if our listeners who many of you are authors could send in Mm -hmm. your stories. I know we've given parameters in the past, somewhere between 10 to 16,000 words, obviously fandoms that we are all collectively familiar with. Um, consent, nothing illegal, nothing too graphic or violent. So anyway, would love for you to submit to us uh, a story. There is an actual submission form on our website, or you can send us an email, hi at fangasmpodcast.com. But yeah, we need to kind (laughs) of plan ahead in case um, we get permabanned from one of the two (laughs) platforms where we normally seek out stories. And the specific was, it was like you, you were using, you were copying and pasting which we use the same language because, you know, how many ways are we supposed to ask? <laughs> yeah. Right. So now I'm going to ask in French. It's just our, like, a boilerplate. It's us saying, here's who we are. We like your story. May we have permission. It's just efficiency. Yeah, we say we don't mean to spam, you know. Hey, delete it if you don't want this on your yeah. comment thread, you know. So anyway. Totally. So uh, that would be uh, wonderful to have more of your stories featured anywho. And uh, so, Mm -hmm. yeah, just keep that in mind because we have some, you know, we're going to keep recording indefinitely and we would love to hear from you. (laughs) Exactly. Allie, did you tell them you're pregnant? Yeah. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) And we have one more announcement. (laughs) We'll see. Let's famous last words until episode 23. You're going to hear a crying child in the background. It's going to be music to your ears. Do you ever mix crying Mm. babies with um, moaning? (laughs) Yeah. It's great. It'll be it'll be birth control. It'll help <laughs> it people be. practice safe it fix. Um, awesome. Okay, guys, we love you. We'll see you next week. Love you. Have the best week. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Hi, Lindsay, Ali, and Danny. I was just calling in to say that I appreciate you guys so much. I recently found you on Spotify. Sorry if you can hear my cat. Um, and I started listening to, to you guys on my walk to class. And then I started listening during my runs. And I found that that isn't very productive because I usually can't breathe from laughing so hard. And I have to stop running. So I just want to say I appreciate you guys. And that I love you so much. And that I'm joining to be a dog. And yeah, thanks, guys. For an extra dose of bonkers entertainment, join our Patreon where you can access hundreds of hours of unreleased content and bonus episodes featuring your favorite fandoms, plus the ones we'd never dare to read on the pod. Head to patreon.com forward slash fangasm to get in on the action. For a regular hookup, make sure to subscribe to the show everywhere you listen. And if we've left you satisfied, ew, leave a five-star review or higher. For updates, merch, or to submit a story, visit fangasmpodcast.com. And thanks to thousands of other listeners, the fun never sleeps over on our private Facebook group, The Fanny Pack. Click the link in the show notes to join. Once you're in, (laughs) check out the 20-plus listener-led groups that cover everything from pets to pot to pen pals.